And we're back. Hi, Mitzi. Hi, Sam. Um, so I guess we should start with our primary purpose like we always do. Yes. Our the primary, primary purpose, purpose is for is Misty, for Misty and, and Sam to grow, <laughs> to grow our friendship, friendship and maybe and help others. Help others. Maybe help others. Um, so, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's our what's our uh, topic today? What is God, it? God, wow. God, all caps, bold, underline, G O D, God, highlighted. Oh God! All right. Um, yeah, where do we where do we even start? It's you know, uh, I guess um, the reason why I. Um, thought of this as one of our topics is because it it was something that uh, consistently comes up um you know when i came in i always heard this is a um not a religious program but a spiritual program mm-hmm. uh religion is for people who are afraid to go to hell uh spirituality is for people who've already been there yeah I love that. Um, so i heard all these kind of things and um you know i think it is can potentially be a barrier for um you know people like i think it even says in our literature like you know someone was sharing their experience their face lit up and then they hear it's the answer is god or spirituality and then their face you know mm-hmm. goes back into this slump because there's a lot of uh, baggage, shall we say, mm-hmm. um, that can go around that word that still sometimes does for me. Um, so I thought it might be wonderful for us to discuss and share our experience and tips and tricks and everything God. Well, God. Okay. <laughs> I think that's great. I really do. And I love how it talks about in the 12 and 12 that sometimes having a higher power is harder for those who have had a lot of experience with religion than those who've had none at all. Mm. That's been my experience. What's tell me, tell me your whole um, coming to God moment. I had a mom that flirted with religion And by that, I mean, her parents were Catholics, so we rebelled and were Episcopalian, right? Mm. Um, And Episcopalians are diet Catholics, was my understanding. Mm. And also, by flirted with religion, I mean, we only went when she was single and would flirt with somebody who was going there. Um, (laughs) and I really liked it on the days that she was too sick to go. I remember lining up all my stuffed animals and preaching to them Mm. and being like, and God told you blah, blah, blah. Um, so I was on fire with it and had different friends that took me all the different, uh, like the Baptist church and all of it. And, I just wore it like a loose garment. So when I walked in the Mm. rooms and it said, God, I wasn't, it is like what they say. Like I wasn't, 
appalled by it and I wasn't into it either way. And they said, your God can be anything. And my favorite person on earth was my grandpa and he had passed away. So I was like, okay, it's my grandpa. Mm. And then they were like, it could be a Coke machine. I was like, that sounds good. I'll take a Coke machine. But for years and years, it was the popcorn ceiling God of just Mm. whenever I needed to pray, I would lay in bed, look up at the popcorn ceiling and be like, please help me out of this mess. And I don't know, I just wasn't feeling a connection as much until the last few years when I've thought of it as a higher self, like a higher part of me. What was Mm, your experience? Well, I come from the former believer, you know, um, it does talk 12 and 12 in the 12 and 12 and step two, I really resonate because it goes through all these different types of, you know, the former believer, the Santa Claus, God, the belligerent one, like all these different types of, of believing. And I came in as thinking that there was a higher power, but he, she, it, whatever did not really care about me because they weren't giving me things that I wanted. Yeah, Santa, Santa Claus, Claus God. Yeah. Yeah. So I just became intellectually self-sufficient. And you know, mm. I think it says throughout the literature of it's the God of intellect, right? Mm-hmm. My thoughts mm-hmm. are what are true and that's reality. And it's taken me a bit to really see like, oh, the great reality deep within. I love this thing of higher self, you know? Um, and so it's taken me a while. Like some of those old ideas are really deeply ingrained. Like I, you know, prior to being, I was raised Catholic and it was always like, oh, just go to God. And I'm like, okay, I'll go to God and pray for what I need. And then that became this whole Santa Claus thing. And Mm -hmm. for me, I think it really got me into this whole like superstition. I do Mm -hmm. this transactional kind of relationship, you know, where it's even in sobriety, like I've been sober X number of years, where's my fill in the blank, you know, thinking I need or deserve all this stuff because I've been quote unquote good, you know? Uh, I think that's such a great point because it reminds me of how we equate this God, this higher power to what we understood of our relationship with our parents. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it is transactional with the parent. Like if I behave good, I get rewarded and I apply, Mm -hmm. I put that filter on my God. And when I was having a hard time, it felt like God didn't love me. And when other people were having good times, it felt like God loved them more than me. Hmm. What other conclusions are we supposed to go to? Yeah. It's what it, I I mean I totally identify it's what I know, you know? Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and I have had meetings with sponsees and I can see it very clearly for them where I'm like if you're going through a hard time, it means that somebody trusts you up there is what I tell them. Mm. Like Mm. growing is stretching. It is pushing what you know to be comfortable and, and getting into the uncomfortable. And that is real love, right? Like Mm. real love from a parent isn't what I thought it was, you know, is that I'm supposed to protect a child from any type of harm or any type of bad feelings. Real love from a parent is holding their hand while they feel bad feelings. Mm. 
Oh, God, that hits. Mm. That really hits. Mm. You know, I go to the park and I see these kids and I um, see what comes up in me as I'm watching them play. They're Mm -hmm. all carefree and like, don't even give a fuck. You know, (laughs) and um, I notice all this stuff that comes up in me, like, be careful of this or, Mm. oh, my God, they're going to fall. I mean, I'm not saying this aloud, but I'm noticing all this stuff inside. And I'm like, that's how I was raised. Cautionary. You know. Yeah. It's not safe. The world isn't safe. Not safe. Be careful. Watch out. You know, it's like be on guard. Yeah. Know? Be hyper vigilant. Have your shoulders up to your ears at all times. Yeah. Or if you want something, you need to prove that you're worth, you know, it's like mm-hmm. this transactional back to the transactional. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I carry a lot of that. Wow. I love this whole conversation relating higher power to the parent um and yeah that's exactly how i've dealt with my parents they were santa claus people you know like bring me give me things you know look i've proven myself um and that doesn't work it's not sustainable it's not a way to live in the world because it's encouraging perfection which none of us are going to get to perfection is impossible and But it tells us if we're perfect, we will get the goodie bag. And also that it's always in the future. Like it, mm. it's not here right now. It's always, you know, put off until the future. But the problem is we never get there. There's no there there. Mm. <laughs> and it's like I completely relate to that. And then also my parent was a lot of disorganized attachment so I would Mm. walk in the house and hey honey you know did you have fun playing here's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and the next day I'd walk in at the same time and it's like why are you so late what are you doing where have you been you know and it's Mm. like I was walking into that house every day like not sure what I would get and hyper vigilant and that's what it is with it's mixed signals like am I doing good am Mm. I doing bad did that happen because I was bad did you know it's it's mind-numbing Hmm. It's interesting. As you're talking, I'm, I was just brought back when I came in, I would have to say that my sponsor was my higher power. Yeah. Initially, yeah. you know, uh, because I didn't trust anybody. Um, and they were actually, thank goodness, you know, that I landed with who I landed with because mm-hmm. they were really loving and kind. Um, they showed me what unconditional love can look like. Um, and they were a gentle listener. Mm. Um, and you know, I think that was like my first, like good orderly direction, you know, God moment where it was like, it was my sponsor. And then slowly it became a home group, uh, and then group of drunks and good orderly direction. And then, you know, I guess as I've continued down, it's, you know, kind of like what it says in the literature, the great reality deep within, Mm, you know, mm -hmm. where it goes back to you and, you know, the higher self. Right. And that relationship with ourself is really where it is. And, and Mm. it goes back to like, if I can create safety and love within me, then that's how I can see the outside world. And what I kept trying to get was safety and love from the outside world. So I could feel it within me. Oh, God, that's so good. 
And part so good. part of this God thing with the, you know, 12 steps, I consider our literature to be divine and from some other higher being that just channeled through Bill and Bob, right? Mm, yeah. And when I'm... I feel like the intention is so pure and what can get screwed up is all the people <laughs> that do all these yes. things. And that's where it starts to feel like, oh, no, if I've been bad, I'm not going to get the goodies. Yeah. Yeah. But the literature pink- doesn't do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I am 100 with you on this and that. The other piece of this for me is that pain isn't supposed to be happening. Mm, Yes, exactly. And we all fall for it. It's like Mm. I can know that on an intellectual level and I can, you know, say that with people I sponsor. But when it comes to me, I'm like, wait, I'm I'm feeling bad. (laughs) I'm feeling pain. What am I doing wrong? What is God doing wrong? What are other people doing wrong? This isn't supposed to be happening. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think a lot of, you know, like it says in our doctor's opinion, we drank for the sense of ease and comfort, right? And so wherever there's no ease and comfort, I'm, you know, I question whether or not I'm doing something wrong or it shouldn't be this way or, you know, whatever those things are. Exactly. Exactly. It's like I'm... I'm walking a tightrope, and if I step out of line, then bad things are going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, I'm not being authentically myself, right? Like I'm not being – and this is the, the uh, impetus or the spine of ACA, which is – different from AA and we'll, we'll get there in a, whatever. I'm still going for it. Um, Mm. the belief of ACA is that we're all born perfect children of God. And those zero to five years, we were diverted from being our true selves and we had to abandon ourselves to take care of the people in our home or dysfunction or survival, whatever it is, we did not get to feel the word was safe, world was safe and be our fully authentic self. Mm. And to me, this has a lot to do with God because all I'm looking for with this God in this relationship is that I can go through the world and feel like me and not be terrified that I'm in trouble or doing it wrong or somebody's going to find out or somebody's going to get me. Like I'm just me and I might be in trouble, you know, Mm. that's okay. I'll deal with it when it comes. There's so many things that are coming up. There's two things that I'm just going to spit them out real quick so that I don't forget them. And then we can just revisit. So one is the thing about the house burning that I think, well, we've had the pleasure of knowing each other for some time now. And I think that there was this example that you had brought up about, um, oh, God, it's so good because my house didn't burn down in the fire, you know, and it's like, well, what about the people next door? So there was that piece. And then call, the other call, piece call, is call, that sponsor. Sponsor. Call you call. Sponsor. Call sponsor. sponsor. Call you. Bitch, call your sponsor. Call your new sponsor. episode tomorrow. Send us an email bcysponsor at gmail.com.